Welcome from Victim to Victory to our podcast. I am Miss Mary, your host and holistic wellness coordinator. Our mission is to share good news. You are not a victim. You are victorious. You can live a full, good life victoriously. We help people navigate from victim to victory by empowerment, encouraging you to live your best life. Simply put, encouragement and empowerment are our business. And this is what we do. Greetings and welcome to Conversations with Miss Mary, podcast episode 69, presented by From Victim to Victory. I am Miss Mary, your host, and our mission is to share good news. You're not a victim, you are victorious and you can live an abundant life victoriously. Our goal is to help people navigate from victim to victory by empowerment through education, which we do on this weekly podcast, encouraging everyone to live their best life by possessing the holistic approach, making a lifestyle of positively feeding spirit, mind, and body. Simply put, I love to say encouragement and empowerment are our business. And this is what we do. Alrighty, let us go to the throne of grace. Precious Father, thank you once again for this beautiful day you have blessed us to see. I thank you, Father God, for all our listeners, Father, and I thank you for our guests. Father, we thank you for all our many blessings. And we ask that we don't leave this podcast the way we came but we will leave more empowered with more wisdom to do a better job at taking care of this temple in every area of our lives and live the life that you have planned for us to live abundantly and victoriously so father we give you all the praise we give you all the glory and honor it is in jesus name we pray amen amen all righty now um I want to certainly take this opportunity, listeners, to remind you before we get started with our conversation, I want to suggest that you get your pen and paper or your computer tablet or whatever you use to take notes. Because once again, as Miss Mary loved to emphasize, this is an educational podcast, so we want to make sure we're taking good notes. Well, listeners, I tell you, I am overflow. I'm on overflow with joy. I told you and he told you that he would be back and he is back. My guest joining me is Randall Ware. And he is the man who has taken a stand on financial literacy helping us to understand that we too need to take a stand and be empowered through education on the Social Security program. And this is what he is here to do. So let me say, um, let me just start by saying he was phenomenal at sharing and giving us so many nuggets the last time he joined us. And I'm going to take a moment to introduce him to, um, I know we have some new listeners joining us. And um, 
for the first time, so we certainly want to introduce him to you. And then those of you who have not yet tuned into our podcast, episode 67, uh, but I know you will want to after this one. <laughs> so let me just tell you about Randall. Randall Ware is the director of Take a Stand, a financial literacy organization, Inc. He is a certified financial educator, instructor, and licensed in over 20 states as a life and health insurance agent that specializes in protecting against risk. His contributions to community include earning the Visionary Award, Georgia PTA's highest award, and on April 29th, 2016 he was also he excuse me he has also earned the national financial educators day award from the national financial educator caters council for he continued country for his continued contribution excuse me i'm just messing that all up but <laughs> to the financial literacy movement randall ware heads take a stand a financial literacy Organization Social Security Awareness Initiative in collaboration with community leaders, key partners, and financial educators dedicated to empowerment through financial education. The initiative embodies his passion that everyone who pays into Social Security should take a stand and know how the Social Security benefits they pay out they pay for out of every check works. The three objectives of the initiatives are as follows. One, engage in informed discussions and creative thinking about the benefits of Social Security. And he has done a great job at doing that. And that's what he's doing here with us. So I can witness that now. So <laughs> in the short and long-term challenges the program faces, Two, provide unbiased financial education. Mm-hmm. We got that last time. And three, promote social responsibility and self-accountability. Mr. Ware believes that while no one can control what lawmakers do or don't do, to patch up the Social Security program, every individual through education social responsibility, and self-accountability can prepare for the consequences of any adjustment that will have to be made. The sooner a person plans, the better prepared they'll be. And there's no sooner time than to start today. All righty. So, Mr. Randall, I want to welcome you back. Thank you for having me back again. And I truly, truly appreciate and thank you so much. And one thing I love and I really uh, thank you for is your passion and your love for seniors. You and I have talked in um, some extent about that. And mm -hmm. I, I know, and that's one thing we have in common, although I'm a senior now myself, but I love, <laughs> I have a passion for seniors <laughs> as well. And uh, that is certainly to be uh, commendable because in, in the world that we live in today, 
Um, it's a lot different from when I was growing up and, and the respect and that we had for seniors. Um, so in the world today, of course, it's, it's just it's rare. Um, so certainly um, I appreciate you for that. And then the fact, the working the vision, taking a stand. Um, it's just an awesome that that to me is just an amazing vision uh, to educate people on Social Security. That is the on Social Security. It's, it's the oldest program. I was you know I was just thinking about it since mm-hmm. we had the conversation the last time. That is the oldest uh, program of our country, and we you know we pay into it, and we just think about the the money and paying into it, but. For you to actually, I mean, and I know it's the God-given vision. I'm just so mm-hmm. grateful because we don't think about it. We just, you know, we're paying that money, thinking about it. At the end of that, t- we're going to get what we're going to get back and never really mm-hmm. think about the program and really making the program. Now that we've worked all those years and worked and put into that program, but we don't really think about how making that program work for us now. I mean, I know when exactly. you retire, you want to make I the agree. program yep. work for us. But, you know, you mm-hmm. put into it and worked and put into it. So uh, it's just a, a wonderful, and you are really uh, impacting communities in all that you're doing with the um, financial literacy organization. Um, I, I, it's just so, I'm so grateful to you and, and God for you being, because, you know, he many times gives us a vision, but we we, we have to be willing vessels, and I, mm-hmm. you know, and you are, so we see that. So, anyway, but let me close my mouth, and um, we are, you know, I'm going to turn the mic over to you because I have some great Questions once again. Awesome. I love- <laughs> so thank you, Mary. It, uh, it's a op- great opportunity uh, and a pleasure to be back on your podcast again. You know, and I appreciate what you're doing. You know, because that also takes discipline and a commitment. You know, uh, and you're pursuing your passion, which I admire about that because, you know, we all have a lot of things going on in life. You know, and to take out the time and be able to, to, you know, God to give you the time to be able to do this podcast for one, you know, because you got to look at how many people in our circles that we know actually have a podcast that they take out time to, to, you know, document a, a voice recording in history, you know, uh, that will be around long after we're gone, you know, to educate people about where we were at this point in time and how to understand maybe how they arrived where they will where they are um in the future you know so yeah i commend you for for your your hard work and dedication to uh getting these podcasts and uh, bringing people on like myself that have a passion to educate people about things this is very important uh such as social security uh, and medicare you know, it's very important benefits that many of us pay into it, but we don't really understand yeah. uh, the benefit, what we're paying for. We just mm-hmm. kind of see it as a, a tax, right. you know, that comes out of our check because no one's never really put the importance on what the program does. And, you know, every family in the United States uh, can point to someone that's actually benefiting from the program right now. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that be yeah. retirement, whether it be 
some little children who, mm-hmm. and a spouse may have lost a spouse and now they're getting retirement benefit, uh, survivor benefits, but whether uh, the person's disabled and they paid into Social Security and they're young and they can't do the work that they uh, used to be able to do and now they're not left completely destitute in either of those situations because of the safety net that Social Security provides, you know. So you can only maximize the use of something that you understand how to use, you know. And so that's what we're trying to do is educate people to take a stand because we pay for it out of every check. We need to know Mm -hmm. how it works. Absolutely. Uh, So thank you for giving me another platform to, to, to take a stand on and educate people who want to learn. Yes, you are welcome. You are so welcome. So, my fir- you ready for my first question now? Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. <laughs> All righty. So, Randall, is the money that we pay into Social Security taxes stored in an account for us? Uh, that's a great question. Because uh, by, uh, by all purposes, uh, uh, you would think that we have an account because you do go to Social Security and we encouraging and are helping people to set up their Social Security account at MySocialSecurity.ssa.gov, uh, uh, setting up their My Social Security account. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the literal sense of a term, uh, you can set up an account to track what you have paid into it, um, but there's no account where they, where they store the cash that you pay in an account for you to use when you um, get older. The way it works is when you pay into the uh, Social Security, uh, that money is currently used for the people who already retired. And uh, your benefits will depend on the workers uh, paying into the system when it's your turn. Wow. Okay, so there's no account with your there's no account with your name on it. Wow! So, so that's why mm-hmm. we are hearing. Well, that leads to my next question. So that's why many of us are concerned about will Social Security be there for us when we retire? Yeah, knowing that, yes. Yeah. Uh, you hear a lot of uh, a lot of young people. Uh, the first thing they'll say is, I'm, I'm not worrying about, I'm, I'm not interested in Social Security. It's not going to be there for me. Um, and that could be a valid response if you don't understand how it works. Mm-hmm. The way Social Security works is um, as long as there's people working, mm-hmm. as long as someone is paying into FICA and Medicare, you know, there will always be money there to pay out now here's the thing um it's not going it's it's going to be there but you have to prepare for the eventuality that if things don't get fixed right now if there's no ways to patch up the 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 leakage from social security uh that they will only by 2035 they'll only be able to pay the money that's actually coming in so mm-hmm. in other words, the $3 trillion in reserves mm-hmm. that they have, they already start spending into that money already. 
you know, um, and so that means they estimate by 2035, the reserves will be what will be gone, that will be depleted. But the money coming in from the workers will be what they're using to pay the retirees at that time. And that should be enough to pay about 70% of the benefits then. So that means if you, how do you put that into numbers? Let's say right now you're looking at your benefits and it says that you're estimated to get a thousand dollars a month, right? Then you have to prepare now knowing that it's possible that you only get 70% of that. You have time now that you should be preparing to uh, see how you can uh, save so that you can be, cover, be able to cover the 30, the 30% that's, that's not going to be payable to you. You know, so in other words, you know, planning to live off of $700 as opposed to $1,000, right? So, but the key is, long as people are working and paying into it, uh, there will always be something. And something is better than zero. Yeah, yeah. Because I I was thinking about some companies are not because it's the last. I know the company I worked for before I worked for now. We weren't. We started investing into another um, source (laughs) and weren't paying into social security so um you know and i know other companies people are doing that now so when you say that that's what i thought about there and that could be very scary too because you have teachers mary Mm -hmm. you have many teachers uh in certain states like the state of georgia where teachers don't pay into the social security Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and so they don't have social security so they depend Mm -hmm. Yeah. on the pension from their job. I didn't call you it know? Name, but yeah, you're exactly yeah. right. <laughs> now, let me explain the challenge that you have. The pensions, pension, just think of that like if a teacher getting a pension and they're not paying into Social Security. Mm-hmm. Um, the pensions are also in the same boat. You know, the pension, the money that they take out of the, the teacher's pensions right now mm-hmm. is actually going to pay the teachers who already have retired. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you're looking at now you're dealing with a federal, I mean, a, a state, a local locality where if the pension is underfunded, which most of the pensions in Georgia, they're all underfunded. That means that they are not able to, to fund dollar for dollar what people are actually putting in. You know, uh, that means that they're sharp. You know, so. One, if I was a teacher and not paying into Social Security, I would be asking when, when they send the people around, the administrators, you know, to come around to actually do you have questions. A lot of times teachers don't say anything. The, the people wait kind of like in the break room and teachers don't go and ask anything because they don't know what to ask. Well, I would be asking how, how funded is the pension for the future? And also, uh, just like you go on Social Security and get an estimate you set up your account, get an estimate of what you uh, may be entitled to re- for retirement. Teachers also need to be asking, okay, if I make it through to full retirement, how much am I going to be estimated to get? And if the, just like the Social Security, if the reserves are spent, they only can pay 70% of the money. 
that's the same predicament you have with many of the pensions around the around the, the country. You know, they need to find out, okay, if I'm estimated to get this, uh, considering the shortfall, right, uh, uh, what's the maximum amount I may get and what's the minimum amount I may get if the pensions don't um, start earning profit, you know, uh, because they're finding themselves having to take, uh, at one time in Georgia, the bus drivers didn't pay. They, the part-time bus drivers didn't pay into the pension system. You know, and now um, they do. And I just guess they needed more warm bodies paying into it, you know, uh, so they could have more cash flow into it to pay the ones who are already getting it right now. You know, and then you combine that with the health care system. Uh, if you don't qualify for the Social Security, then that means you don't qualify for Medicare. And that means the state has to also provide health care for all of these teachers or uh workers who haven't paid into social security. So that's just a little side note. That's a huge problem that's being faced right now with people who aren't paying into social security. Mm -hmm. And you said it, see, I used to work for the school system. I didn't call, but you, you went right. And which is great. That's because people need to know that our educators need to know that, that so they can prepare, you know, once yeah, and I again, think Georgia yeah. currently has a a, a, a grade of a, a C when it comes to their pensions, because mm. every state has a has a grade. So Georgia has a long way to go mm. uh, to get back on its feet, and I think they lost billions of dollars during COVID. Yeah, yeah, because the school system, yeah, it's been very challenging, very challenging. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Well, um, next question. What are three mm -hmm. challenges facing Social Security's ability to pay um, our full Social Security retirement benefits in the future? And we might have just hit on one. Huh? Yeah, let's look on. Let, we talked about how we did kind of hit on one indirectly, mm -hmm. and that was, you know, you get paid your benefits based on the workers mm -hmm. that's paying into it when, you, when it's your turn to retire. Right. Mm -hmm. What's the problem? The problem is that um, over the years, the number of people actually paying the number of workers paying into Social Security mm -hmm. has been continuing to go down. Mm -hmm. And right now, um, it used to be 16 workers per Social Security retiree. Right. Work 16 workers per each person collecting um, Social Security benefits. Now it's down to two point, I believe a little bit over 2.7. Now the breaking point is when it gets to two people per retiree. So imagine two people working so that a, a retiree can get their social security benefits, right? Mm -hmm. How many jobs can you work? And if you're making a little income, how much can you actually generate to go inside the social security trust fund, right? right. So that's the first challenge is the number of workers is constantly going down because the founders of Social Security, they always envisioned it was a perfect idea because they were like, wait a minute, as long as we have workers, we will always have this, this program funded, right? But what's happening to decrease the number of workers? We have things like automation, mm -hmm. right? Things like mm -hmm. self-checkout machines, mm -hmm. you know, because mm -hmm. yeah, when you use a self-checkout machine, 
you know, you have to think that everything has a consequence. Everything has an impact on something else. Yeah, so, you know? mm-hmm. so when you use a self-checkout machine, the, you're not an employee. So companies aren't required to make a contribution, a matching contribution into Social Security like they have to when, when they have an employee doing the cashier, for example. Right. So that means no money. When you use a self-checkout machine, you can basically accuse yourself of defunding Social Security. Mm. because no money goes into it and so if you take that and you expand that out to companies as big as walmart and they're not certainly not the only one you know but if you look at all of the companies together that's using self-checkout machines um they are basically getting subsidized work from the communities you know to do the work for free and uh, I don't know about you, Mary. I, I haven't. Don't look like the price is going down. You know, <laughs> when we do self checking mm-hmm. ourselves out there, I don't see no, no savings there. Mm-hmm. You know, but we know that it depletes the Social Security trust fund because they don't have to pay into it when you're not an employee. Wow. Mm-hmm. And they show enough using them to yeah. jobs. So, that, so that's the, the impatient tech- people. <laughs> yeah. So you got technology. That's the impact. Yes. You think you got yeah. the, the number of dwindling workers. And then you have, remember I said that when you pay, your money doesn't go into a special account for you to use. Right. Right. Okay. When you pay, because the law doesn't allow social security to carry cash on its books. What happens is those dollars are exchanged for what's called special issue security bonds, special issue bonds, right? And they call them that because they're basically, it's like having a bank account. A bank account, when you put your money in it, you're always able to go and get the money pretty much anytime you feel like it on demand, right? Mm -hmm. Well, that's special issue security bonds. Uh, They're also... Uh, redeemable on demand. So that means when Social Security doesn't have enough money, they can call in those bonds. And right now they currently have about three trillion of them. So they can call in those bonds and say, hey, we need to have this money like now to help send out to pay out the payments. Right now. When you pay your money, that money goes into the treasurer. The treasurer has the actual cash and the law doesn't require the government to earmark those payments into Social Security. It's not earmarks for just Social Security, right? Social Security has the bonds, which they earn interest on, and we'll talk about that. Um, but the money that goes into to the Treasury, because it's not earmarked for, for any specific thing, mm-hmm. that money is basically used for whatever the um, the politicians or government decide to use it for it could be for wars it could be for other special programs whatever they want to use it for they can use it for and then what they do is so far they that's sort of like an iou we borrowed the money from the american people in a note of three trillion and we pay interest so just like a normal person will pay interest on a loan the government also pays interest on the three trillion dollars Every month they pay interest. Um, but last year something happened 
last year that's never happened before in the history of Social Security, right? The interest has never been zero point anything. Mm. It went down to 0.65 and it was zero every month, basically, except with the exception of January. Um, It was zero point something. And never even during World War One, the interest paid on the money that's that's uh, the the interest that's paid on the money that's basically borrowed that's paid into Social Security, even during World War One and Vietnam War and all the wars that we've had since the 1930s, the interest paid has never been zero point anything. Mm-hmm. And so that means that the amount of money that they, the government was paying into Social Security from interest payments was lower than it ever was in history. And so that also was an impact. I'm sure I'm waiting for the uh, the the annual because the, the Board of Trustees for Social Security have to release a report every year. And I'm sure that it's, it's almost time for that report to be presented. And so it's going to, that may be, that's going to be for another meeting just to give a report and breakdown of what that report said in it, because I'm sure it's going to be a shock. You know, so that's why people need to take an interest, take a stand for their social security and understand how it works. Because if you don't give much value to something, and it's easy to take it away because you don't know the true value of what you have. You know, if someone, a politician say, oh, you know what, uh, let's just get rid of Social Security and you can have your own check to invest as you see fit, right? What happens to all the money you've been paying to it all these years, right? That's one. And two, will people even have the, the, the um, expertise to be even fine or know how to save what the little money that they're now getting on their check or will it just be spent on day-to-day life and living? You know? So those are the three challenges, technology in the form of things like self-checkout machines, you know, the, which also means that you don't have enough workers paying into it because the customers are taking the place of the workers Mm. because they always the founders always envisioned that the, they would always have ample supply of workers, but they never envisioned a society where the customers now would be the workforce. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm sure you can probably think of some jobs that used to be done by an employee that you now do besides even groceries. You pump your gas. You know, mm-hmm. we were we were little, somebody pumped the gas and cleaned the windshields, yeah. the front and back. You know, um, now you do it. When you traveled, you needed a ticket agent. Now you do all of the, the, the ticket preparation and booking the flight and do all that stuff yourself, too. Mm. Right? Yeah. So right. And it's not free. Georgia Power don't say, oh, when you're booking your, um, your ticket, that mm-hmm. electricity that you're using is going to be free. Mm-hmm. The 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 Comcast or cable person don't say, oh, when you're using the internet, when you're using that stuff of that, we won't charge you mm-hmm. for the internet. So you paying for it, literally, 
More. And you're doing the work for free. And more. And giving your, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's increased. I see more, you know, it's, it's increasing. <laughs> mm-hmm. The amount of jobs oh, we yeah. do, it's called shadow work. Wow. So, and I was thinking about raises, you know, you used to Social Security with the cost of living raise, you know, you, you know, we don't forget that, huh? <laughs> Yeah, because they're estimating, I'm glad you brought that up, Mary, because Mm -hmm. they're estimating that inflation would be about four, a little over 4%. And if you're giving someone a raise of 1.3 and inflation is four point something, then they didn't make anything. They're, 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 they're negative three something in the hole Mm. as far as buying power. Right. So you didn't help them out with anything with a with a little raise like that mm. you know and then when you look at like this month i'll tell you this month the interest that's been that they've been paying on the um social security uh trust fund i'll tell you the numbers um so for january they pay the government paid on the interest the money that they borrowed in fica payroll taxes medicare social security they paid 0.875% interest. You don't get mm. to pay that on your Visa MasterCard and all. Mm. <laughs> right? Uh, February, they paid 1.125% interest. Mm. And in March, they paid 1.375. Now, the next two months was a little higher. One point In April, they paid 1.625% on the money they borrowed. Um, and in May, they paid 1.50. So we're hitting back to a downward trend on that. But all of those numbers aren't even outpacing inflation. Mm. So that means the money they're paying into it is not even high enough because in order for it to make an impact, the interest has to be higher than inflation. So if inflation is at 4%, you need to at least be getting 5%. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing we're suffering from low interest rate paid on Social Security trust fund. Wow. So that's why you got to take a stand. Don't just say, oh, it's not going to be there for me. Is that stopping them from taking it out your check right now? Absolutely not. So that means you got to you got to take a stand and say, hey, I got to watch this thing. That's like you watch your 401k. You don't just take money out. You watch it at the end of the year. You see how much you have, what you earn, what you lost. Mm-hmm. The same thing you have to do with your Social Security. You got every year. You got to check it, see if you're on track. You know what you got, how many credits you have. If you passed away, how much would your family get if you have a family? You know they shouldn't have to be searching and looking for that stuff. Should something happen to you, if you get disabled, you need to know what you have coming in. Should a disability uh, eligible disability from social security come in, you know, will you have enough to be able to live off of, you know, you know, so knowing, okay, I'm going to get a thousand dollars a month. If I get disabled, if you need 2000 a month to live off of, then you make plans so that if you do get disabled, you have the thousand dollars coming from social security, but you have something so coming from somewhere else to make you whole. That is, we definitely do. You, you're right, Randall. We certainly do, because you, you're, you. I mean, you're educating us. <laughs> Thank so you. yes. So 
what is what is Social Security encouraging people to do to plan for the future? Since okay. They already know so, all of this and we don't. <laughs> yeah. What Social Security is doing that I like, I think one of the biggest things that they've ever done was uh, create the online platform uh, at SSA.gov, my Social Security, uh, because you can set up your account and now you can really watch, engage where you at, how many credits you earned in a particular year what business owners have paid into that was supposed because if you had, if you're an employee, mm-hmm. your employer has to match every payment that you, that comes out your check. They have to make a equal matching contribution into social security. So you can actually see what businesses uh, have paid and how much have been contributed uh, on your, on your behalf. Okay, great. Yeah, we talked about security. that last time. We talked mm-hmm. about going to that, that my account is is um their website is very important. So we got Yeah, it's very here. important. Okay. But what happens one day, Miss <laughs> Mary <laughs> excuse me. Let's say one day they decide to since they don't send the statements out, which they haven't sent statements out since two thousand eleven, what happens should you get a political uh group in that don't care about social security and they was to get rid of it and they was to get rid of the website and everything because people didn't take a stand when they could they would literally have no record of what was owed to them how much credits they Mm -hmm. paid into it they would have nothing and then how can you fight for something that you don't even have proof that you actually even paid into right that's a good point because if we go on the website, we can print our own statements off. Yeah, you They're can print it out. You can out keep anymore, track. We can keep track. No. Nope. Yeah, that is And so I'll tell weird. you how that could easily happen. It could easily happen uh, that things can go down that people don't know about. Um, president Obama, when he was president, he created a website that allowed people who didn't have a lot of money to save for the future. And even immigrants, even people who was undocumented. They can go and they can put away $5 or $3 or whatever money that they had because the intent was to help those people because a lot of times your your big financial companies, they don't really have nothing to do with the people who don't have a lot to save. They have a few bucks Mm -hmm. to save and put away. And they created that website where they can save. But when the next president took over, Mm -hmm. uh, he got rid of it all. Mm. And, and and basically told the people uh, after this date, you know, your money's going to be moved to a, a private company, and um, and, and you have to deal with them on how you're going to move forward, you know. But the whole website was taken down mm. as if it never even existed. Wow. Right. That's. So, wow, that's amazing. So that could happen to the Social Security website. Mm. You know, if they came up with people and said, hey, you know, we're no longer going to take Social Security out your check. You're going to get your whole check. And then people, while you're going to have some people happy, like the millennials, they'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, we're getting our whole check. You know, what about people our age who've been paying into it for decades? Right. Yeah. And then and then they take the website because they say, well, we don't need the Social Security website anymore. We don't take that out your check. And you don't have no proof mm-hmm. of what they took out and what you earned up to this point. Mm-hmm. You think they're going to be waiting for you to say, oh, here's what you, you earned. 
right? It's going to be hard to get somebody on the phone. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get them on the phone now. He's like, could so- <laughs> I get a record of mine? They're going to say, well, you really don't have an account. You know, you don't have an account. You know, that was like just a monitoring type thing, but not an actual like financial account. Wow. Yeah. That's really, really, I'm telling you, that's really eye-opening, Randall. Yeah, so like right now, something. while they got the website yeah. that they, they're giving people, that's a, that, I think that's a great thing that Social Security is doing, is having such a transparent website right now. One, yeah. So we better start utilizing. We better take a stand mm-hmm. and start, get up and start yeah. utilizing that website because I, mm-hmm. yeah, we, because they, you know, now with this technology world, they're trying to put everything online. But mm-hmm. I, but I've always been one of those hard copy people. I, I want a hard copy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you can print out your hard yeah, copy on that. Absolutely. Okay. So how how can seniors maximize their Social Security benefits? Tell us that. Uh, I would say, well, one of the ways that Social Security gives seniors to maximize their Social Security benefits mm-hmm is through, uh, um, you know, through programs like Extra Help, and that follows into our mm-hmm. uh, next thing, but uh, Extra Help is managed through Social Security, mm-hmm. and that, that helps you pay, like, prescription premiums, mm-hmm. co-insurance, and deductibles, mm-hmm. you know, and it's based on income, so Extra Help, uh, a person who's in the individual person, mm-hmm. um, single, their if their income is nineteen thousand three hundred and twenty dollars or less, mm-hmm. you know, then definitely you want to make sure that they um, apply, and that's one of the services that that I, uh, we apply help them understand what that is, you know, and apply for it. And if it's a married couple, their income is twenty six thousand one hundred and thirty dollars or less, you know, it it, it would behoove them to uh, go ahead and apply for it. You know, they do look at your assets, make sure your assets not too much, you know, but that's the income limits, $19,320 for a single person and $26,130 combined for married couple uh, living together. You know, so that will definitely keep people, you know, because you never know when you're going to get sick. And um, some medicines are very expensive. You know, uh, I've seen Mm -hmm. medicine that costs $1,000 or more, Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that could really cause you a lot of financial uh, hiccup. So that's how you can maximize your Medicare savings. Now, when it comes to maximizing your uh, your Social Security benefits, uh, when you turn 65 and you get Medicare, Part A is free, right, for most mm-hmm. people who have worked and paid into Medicare for 10 years or more. But Part B, it's a it's a premium right and the standard premium right now uh is 148 dollars and 50 cent a month Mm -hmm. and they take that out your check Mm -hmm. you know but if your income is um for a single person um, about 1469 you know a month before they take out the part b if your total income is 1469 or less you know, then you may qualify to get the whole $148 stopped from coming out your check. You know, and if you marry $1,980, you know, a month, if you make that, then both couple can uh, apply and may qualify to stop the whole 
and $48. And it may not seem like a lot of money, but $148.50 times 12, that's $1,600 back onto your check. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And then if you don't qualify based on income, there's companies out there um, that participate in things like Part B uh, buyback, which basically is a way for the companies, uh, the healthcare providers to pay Social Security, pay some of your Part B premium for you. So Social Security really don't care who pays it. Mm-hmm. If somebody, if it's being paid by the healthcare provider, then they'll increase your check by that much because some has already been paid on your behalf. You know, so there's 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 multiple ways now that people can uh, get some break from that Part B premium. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that your your listeners might want to um, be cautious about, because let's say uh, a person's making like, you know, um, thirteen hundred or less. You know, a lot of times they a lot of times people take their Social Security early, Mary. They take it at sixty two. Mm-hmm. And so they take a by by default they're going to get a cut in their Social Security almost thirty percent, right? Because they're taking it early because Social Security figure they're going to live a longer longer period of time collecting Social Security, right? But what happens is that they're not thinking about when they do that is when they turn sixty five and they get that Medicare card, and now Social Security is telling them they have to subtract the Part B premium out their check and so they're like they're thinking wait a minute i'm already getting a little amount i already got a cut they're looking at it as a cut and not actually help uh, provision for their medical health insurance where um, medicare pays 80 percent of the part b part um the medicare part b they just have to pay a premium for b and a if you worked and paid and thing is you don't pay a premium but what most people do in those cases, they'll say they'll tell Social Security they don't want the Part B, right? So they'll sign their little car and send it back and say, I don't want that Part B. I'm healthy. I'm good, right? But here's the danger in that. The danger is that let's say later on they need to have that Part B because right in, in, as long as they don't have it, they're, they're responsible for 100% of their medical payments, right? And so let's say they decide – a few years later, they want to get the Part B because maybe they're not so healthy anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Then the government's going to put a financial penalty, monthly penalty on them on top of whatever the Part B premium is at that time, and it seems to go up every year, right? So mm-hmm. not only would they pay the increased Part B premium, but a penalty on top of that for the rest of their life because they didn't take the Part B when they qualified for it at 65. Wow. So you need to take that part B. Yeah, there is serious before you deny. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. And then look for ways, work with agents like myself who can help you get some relief on that, minimize the the financial risk of having to pay the whole thing, Mm -hmm. you know, and see what kind of help you qualify to help pay it, but don't just deny it. Wow, that is good information, listeners. Yeah, that really is. So we need to remember that because we tend to just look at the now and not look in the the, mm-hmm. the whole, the big picture of things. And like you say, as you get older, as we get older, um, things start to 
you know, happen. They don't work right. They don't work <laughs> right. like they used to. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, but that's, that's, ooh, that, that's real good information. Thank um, you. All of it is, but that's real good. That's something to really think about. Okay. Well, Randall, um, good, good. So does social security have any plans to help? Um, well, that's what we just talked about. So mm-hmm. why is it important um, now more than ever before for people to learn about their social security benefits? And that, <laughs> that right, this we just finished is one of the reasons. <laughs> yeah, uh, because there's so many politicians who there, there's so many proposals in, in their how to fix social security. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know, what because social security they actually put the i'll say that they also put the proposals so when a politician comes up with an idea how they want to fix it right mm-hmm. then by taking some time to learn about it I take an interest in learning what are these proposals out there because those proposals may not be one that you might mesh with when you know what's what it's trying to do you know like mm-hmm. increase the age limit that you can take your social security. Those are ones out there, you know? So, yeah, going on there learning about what are the new proposals, because if you're not at the table, you're going to be on the menu. Mm -hmm. And so that's all all of that is also included. It's on the website. Yep. They have all the proposals that's being proposed to fix it. You know, some of that could be including in, um, uh, uh, raising the age, cutting certain benefits, you know, uh, and it's easy to cut benefits if people don't know the benefits they even have already. Exactly. You know? Because if nobody's standing up, yeah. Yeah. They can cut it. You didn't know about that benefit right. anyway. So we'll just cut that. For example, you know, the one where if you're taking care of your parents, Mm-hmm. You know, and you you was to pass away and you provided 50 percent or more of the support for your parent, you know, and being able to file a, a dependent parent claim would allow them to get a larger check than what they already getting from Social Security, uh, thus allowing you to be able to still help them even in death. You know, if a lot of people don't know about that dependent parent claim, then that's an easy one to just take off the books. Mm hmm. Because nobody would miss it. They don't even know that it even exists. Exactly. Wow. Right? Mm. Or they could say, you know, for disability. When you're disabled and you haven't earned 40 credits, it's possible that you can still get disability because it's, it doesn't require you, uh, especially when you're younger and, you, you, you know, you only worked for a little bit doesn't require you to have 40 credits to get disability, right? But what if it did? What if they said, oh, you know what? From now on, people have to have worked at least 10 years and earned 40 credits to get disability. Mm. Right? Wow. So those are things that you need to watch out. What are you actually trying to change? You know, in 1983 is when they, they increase the age limit and people didn't even realize it because people thought retirement was still 65, Mm -hmm. but that new law, what it did gradually, it increased the retirement uh, age by two months every year. 
right? And now we arrive to where the full retirement age now is 67 years old. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to ease it on up to 70. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so if they somebody might say, well, what's the problem with that, inching it up to 70? Because we are living longer. That means you're getting less Social Security because remember, your full retirement age is 67. But every year that you wait as an incentive, every year that you wait to age 70, there's no need to be waiting past 70. But every year that you wait to 70, you get 8% more. So that means for, for somebody that's full retirement age is 67, you have 68, 69, 70. That means you could earn uh, potentially, um, what's eight times, what's eight times three, 24? Yeah, so that means you can earn an extra 24% on top of what you would have got at age 67. But if you increase the age to 70, then you got shorted 20, you got shorted 24%. Mm. The extra that you would have got. Being that you're still around. <laughs> yeah, and most people are not waiting because they don't, they, right, they, for right. one reason or another, they may need the money or they just don't trust the political environment, so they mm-hmm. take their Social Security early right. at 62. And then the other side is, uh, we said, hey, we may not be here. We're going to take what we can take while we can. <laughs> hmm That is so true, Mary. You know? <laughs> And uh, thank you again for giving me an opportunity to be to to talk about this because it's definitely a passion of mine. Oh, and thank you because it's definitely what we need to know. Um, this is so phenomenal. Thank so thank you so much, uh, Randall, for joining me on this podcast to make us aware and um, for your entire uh, organization and for what you all are doing. And it's certainly an encouragement to me, I know, and all my listeners, um, because uh, it is, this is, this is something that, and it's impactful. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. not knowing is impactful, but knowing mm-hmm. really, really helps us to, and really encourages us. Because most of us, Mary, most people right now, that's all they have to look forward to as far as any type of retirement Mm -hmm. when it comes to retirement benefits, because they have no savings saved up. Mm -hmm. So the only thing they really, even the young people who say with Mm -hmm. such, uh, they say with such, uh, um, what's that word I'm looking for? They say it with so much assurance, almost with a proud tone to, oh, Social Security not mm-hmm. going to be there for me. You know, and so my question is, okay, if you know that with such a certainty, what are you saving? What are you doing about it? And you can almost hear a pin drop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because we living in the now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're now. right about yep. that. Yeah. Yep, and I understand us living in the now, but also we, we got to think about the future. That's yeah, right. Yeah. So thanks again, uh, Randall, for such such really, really. I mean, some really we we and I call them nuggets because it really mm-hmm. is. So I'm sure and I know that um, you are helping. We you are helping uh, people. You're making a difference in what you do. 
So thank you thank once you. again um, for welcome. joining me. And uh, listeners, we have once again had great education. We have been, I'm telling you, filled up. He has really shared um, some really important information. So I know, um, you know, not knowing we can't do what we don't know, but when we know what we know, mm-hmm. when we find it's, it's once again, it's powerful when we apply it, when we use mm-hmm. it. it. And is. I'll leave my number, Mary, if you want me to. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, my number, uh, if you want to reach me, you know, uh, to maybe do a benefit needs analysis on your Medicare, you know, benefits that you're entitled to or to see if you qualify to get some relief on that Part B premium. Um, my number is 678-732-4315. That's 678-732-4315. All righty. Thanks, Randall, again. Uh, appreciate it. And thank you so much because we did <laughs> about to miss We need to get certainly get that in. Um, so, mm. guys, thank you. Um, thank you, Randall, again for giving that your um, contact information um, to my listeners because um, we do uh, because I know it's it's several um, that have taken that where many people have taken that early um, retirement you know at 62 and um, certainly could benefit from Mm -hmm. um, being able to because we certainly want to take that B don't say no and we know now more importantly than than ever um we need to manage and find a way to mm-hmm. be able to supplement um with that part b okay all righty mm-hmm. so um randall you take care of yourself you too <laughs> thanks you have a blessed evening. See you later. Thank you. Bye-bye. You too. You as well. All righty. So, listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in once again to this podcast. And I know that it has been, um, he has certainly, um, once again, shared with us some very important information. And I hope that you will um, use it once again go to that website go to the social security website and don't wait you know even if you as i always say don't it's not just about you if you have um parents or grandparents on social security share this information with them it is so key you know because a lot of them are not um, you know, they're not using the computers, they're computer illiterate. And so they're not, they're not doing that. But you now know that you can create an account for them and go and get share that information with them. Um, and um, be proactive and help them to learn about uh, the Social Security program and how it can benefit them and how um, to make it work for them. Okay, and you have um, Randall's number um, as well. Okay, all righty, guys. I am so um, grateful um, for um, the growth from from victim to victory, uh, what we do. Our goal is to help you uh, live this victorious life and have an abundant life, um, you know, well, a good quality life, living your best life here on this earth. 
And um, that's what our role is, to empower you and bring great um, resources, and I call them experts on, like Randall, to share um, this information. And um, we are truly blessed with a dynamic team of men and women that God has put together. I love to call the Team Victory um, to join us on this podcast and sharing their knowledge and wisdom. Um, and they are professionals and, as I said, experts in the areas we educate in spiritual wellness, edu- uh, emotional and mental wellness, physical wellness, financial wellness, and pre-planning. And all of these you can certainly access, um, like Randall, when my guests come on, they always leave you their contact information where you can um, contact them. And I'm so thankful for that because I know that um, I may not ask that. I try to ask the questions that I think that you would want to know. But (laughs) all the time I know I may not get it right, but you have the contact information so you can call and um, you know, you can contact them as well to ask them directly your questions. Um, but with all of that, I want to remind you, you have a part to play. I'm not just listening, but making sure, and most importantly, the first step I always remind you each week is knowing the one who is your creator. Um, because what we're talking about in this vision from victim to victory um, to help you to navigate to that victorious life and living that abundant life comes from him. Uh, Mary is just the willing vessel every week that um, come to to sharing what victim from victim to victory the vision that was given um, is what we do Um, But we don't do it. Um, Our Father, our Lord and Savior is the one who empowers us to do it. And we can't do it without him. And you won't be able to either. (laughs) So that is the first step, getting to know him. And whatever you're doing and whatever you're attempting to do, um, that will make all the difference in your life. So if you have not started your relationship with him don't put it off today is today to come to him and have that conversation with him and say to him that you want to make him lord and savior of your life you want to surrender your life to him and allow him to take full control indeed and guide you in your life and living this abundant life that he has um, given you to live that's the plan so You come to him and ask him to forgive you for your sins and uh, let him know that you want to be that new creature. Um, And that comes through the belief that Jesus Christ did die for your sins and he rose, God rose him from the dead, raised him from the dead so that you could live through him and you are living that new life through him. So... Um, that is your first step in what you want to do in doing whatever else you want to do in life. And he calls you to do, ask him, what is his plan for you? Because he has one. You have, he is intentional about the purpose and plan he has for each of us. 
So we want to ask the one who knows, okay? All righty, guys. Now, I want to share this. Um, you know, I always come with an encouraging word, and I've been sharing from our devotional. Um, last week I did, and this week I am again. And speaking of this great devotional that we have, um, it is time. We are getting, I'm actually getting ready to um, mail out our new um, for the next quarter. We're ending in May this quarter, so we'll start our new um, quarter with our devotional, The Word for You Today. It is an awesome devotional book and a great tool. I love to call it. It's a great tool to enhance um, your spiritual life and help you um, develop in developing your relationship because the Word, the Bible, the Word of God is uh, certainly you're getting to know him uh, and his character through reading the word. And this devotional is a great little tool to help you do that. I love it each day. Um, It is a quarterly devotion. Once again, I'm saying, and you have two. It's very short. I mean, only a minute to uh, read each day. There are two. Uh, lessons on each page so very short and very very um, the context of it the whole thing it's just it's just a great reader relating to um, it's scriptural but it also has a lesson in it that really it's easy to relate to life and um, the way the context of it is of reading is um, very easy to understand and um you know just like i said apply it to real life um what's the word i'm looking for it's practical that's the word i'm looking for it's it's very practical so i uh if you're not on our devotional list i suggest that you um contact me miss mary at six seven eight nine one zero four eight five six and ask that you be added to our mailing list and receive one okay and i just say try it for the first quarter like they say with everything else and it's a free it's actually free um you're not paying for it we have wonderful people that donate um they sew into our ministry from victim to victory and so you get the um the devotional um through that funding and although most of the (laughs) most of the readers of the devotional are um they are supporters and they do donate but once again that is there they wanted to sew into um the ministry and and um so they bless us we are blessed to be a blessing but so it's not required is what i'm saying you're not paying for the devotion you don't have to expect to pay um when you uh, no you're not paying for it it is a free devotional so they're donating there's a difference it's a donation for those who want to donate from their heart um to bless Uh, So we can be a blessing and continue to be a blessing.
Okay, so I would suggest trying it for 30 days. And if it doesn't work for you, then you know you can have Miss Mary take your name off the list. So as a challenge, I'm giving you that dare. I dare you to try it. Dare you to try devotional for one quarter. Okay? <laughs> All righty. So let me share with you what I wanted to share. This one is um, being generous. It's on generosity. And I love this because um, well, I'll discuss a little bit after I share it because um, it's some great. Um, and this is for someone. Someone really needs to hear this. It says you should open. You shall open your hand wide. Is the scripture, and that's Deuteronomy fifteen eight. That comes from Deuteronomy chapter fifteen verse eight, and um, that's the New King James version. It says you shall open your hand wide. And the title once again, we're talking about being generous. Okay, so it says God instructed the Israelites. If there is among you a poor man, you should open your hand wide to him. Verses 7 through 8. Okay, and it says giving is the loathiest level of living. Loathiest is like the highest exalted uh, level of living. Generous people focus their time and effort on what they can give to others, not what they can get from them. The more you give, the better you, your attitude becomes. Many people don't understand this concept. Listen to this. Listen closely, listeners. They think the amount you possess determines the amount you should share. It's not what you have that matters. And I love this. It's what you do with what you have. And that's determined by your attitude. Very key. Okay, a famous saying puts it this way. We make a living by what we get, but we make a life by what we give. How about that? That is so true. I'm going to read that again. It says, we make a living by what we get, but we make a life by what we give. It goes on to say, and serving others is something you can start doing today, whether it means spending more time with your family, mentoring an employee who shows potential, helping people in your church or community. It's about putting your own desires on hold to bless someone. And see, listeners, it's not just about your money. But you have other things that you can do. May not have the money, but giving your time is so important. Moving on, the Bible says this. The Bible says, out for justice. The, the Bible says, excuse me, the Bible says it's about putting your own desires on hold to bless someone else. And the Bible says, speak out for justice. Stand up. For the people and de and destitute. Proverbs 31 and 9. The only way to maintain an attitude of generosity is to make a habit of giving of your time. There you go. Attentiveness, money, and resources. So once again, it's not just giving your money. 
If you don't have the money, you can give your time. You can be attentive. And so those are other resources. Author Richard Foster says, just the very act of letting go of money or some other treasure doesn't, excuse me, does something within us. We all know that. I know I do. It feels so good when you are helping someone by giving them something, giving your time or if you have money to give, you know, once again, doing something, serving others just really, really helps you. It just has a feeling you can't even describe. It goes on to say, it destroys the demon that of greed, certainly. So it's great for destroying that demon of greed. Think about what you're already giving, what you've been asked to give, and what you would like to give. Your reason for granting or denying a request for financial help may be valid, but are they godly? Think about how it feels when you give and let that be your guide. Okay? So that's great on, I just thought that was great to share on being generous. And once again, um, you know, people that say, okay, well, I don't have no money. No, it's, it's, it's more than just money. It's other ways to be generous. So someone needed that to hear that. Okay. All righty. Well, listeners, once again, I want to thank you for um, listening each week. And certainly thank you for all that you do. As I like to tell you, um, we, we are successful because of you. I thank you each week, listeners, for joining uh, me. And I know that you're sharing um, and and telling um, people about the podcast and directing them to us. You know, you can go to the website from Victim2. That's the number two, victoryllc.com. And join us from the menu by just clicking on Listen to Podcasts and um to me, that's an easy way for them to get to the podcast. And also, remember, we have that great resource center on our website that we like for people to check out. We have some great resources on there that are also helpful. Um, and so that is the reason, too. I want to, um, you know, I always encourage you to go to our podcast through using our website. Also, I want to remind you of um, our book, our fundraiser that we're doing with Sheila Rossler. Um, her book, The Second Mile, um, it's an awesome book, amazing. I call it the holistic book because it is um, feeding the spirit, mind, and the physical body. She is another a great uh, writer, resource uh, for um, growing if you're interested in losing weight or just a great book but um so remember to um support us in that way as well and also Sheila and uh it is a dynamic us out with um Sheila's book as well okay but it will also not just help us out but it is a blessing to you as well so let me tell you how you can order the book 
go to Sheila's website, and her website is www.thesecondmile.net. And you can order from her website. And once you order your book, let me know. Because, uh, of course, I have to do some record keeping. And um, so, once again, go to www.thesecondmile.net. That is how you order uh, Sheila's book. Also, listeners, I want to remind you, check out our um, new business, our new website, Valera. Um, and, um, check out, our um, two products that I am, um, really supporting and, um, recommend that you check out, um, of course, is the, um, Purify system that we have, those of you who, um, especially if you have some, um, problems with allergies, um, check out the Fresh Air Personal, uh, that is the product that you heard Dr. Joy talking about on our Zoom presentation, and then when she was on, um, with me on the podcast the last time, um, when she made us aware of, um, the Fresh Air Personal, and then also, the home unit, which is called the Air and Surface Pro Plus. And uh, it protects against the the personal, uh, fresh air personal protects and, and helps with asthma and allergy. Plus, it fights against any viruses as well. And um, the home unit the air and surface pro um also it's for the home and it does as well okay so check that out and you can go to our website at www.valara.com forward slash victory air once again that website is www.valara.com forward slash victory air and Valara is spelled V-O-L-L-A-R-A dot com forward slash victory air and check out that website okay and don't forget my econ our financial wellness company we are still um, going strong on Tuesdays want to invite you on to see our business plan my econ is another financial uh, wellness um, company that teaches us so much um, information about our finances. And if you have credit issues, um, it's a great uh, resource to help you credit restoration. Also, um, another source of income, a great um uh, owning your own business, a great way to own your own business. And we teach you about uh, W-4s, how you can give yourself a raise without even asking your boss. So come check us out on Tuesdays at 7. Uh, once again, contact Miss Mary. I can give you the access information to that Zoom um, me 
meeting, that Zoom presentation, 678-910-4856. And I am, would be so excited for you to come and join us on Tuesday. We call it Transformation Tuesday. And you get to see the business plan um, and learn um, about my econ and what it's all about. Okay. And then Exenula, our physical wellness company, uh, of course, Dr. Williams is still having her. And I love it. Dr. Williams on um, Thursday evenings at 9. You can join us um, on uh, Ask Dr. Walitha Williams in 30 minutes. I'm telling you, you learn so much. That's one thing about Dr. Williams. She <laughs> give it to you and she give it to you in short and in depth but in 30 minutes she is amazing she um, shares with us so much and then you get to ask the doctor ask her questions and um exingula we have some great natural um products that are um people are great testimonies about our exingula products okay all righty so check out exingula um as well you can actually get to all of these from from victim to victory okay just go on that website and you can get to each one of the my websites from from victim to victory that's the easy way to do it okay <laughs> so alrighty, guys i want to thank you again um so much for uh tuning in to the podcast thank you for your donations thank you for your prayers and everything that you do um because without you we would not be successful each week um we i am certain it is my pleasure and my privilege to join you on this podcast um to once again help you to navigate to that abundant life and victorious life that we are um that is our mission once again and our goal to help you to live your abundant life so that's what all of this is all about okay all righty so we want you to continue to join us and share the information and tell someone else about us and um direct them to us the podcast and also don't forget i didn't mention i always love to list mention our word text along with our devotional i did mention the devotional but the word text um is another great resource it's just um so encouraging um mondays wednesdays and fridays we it's word text and um i love the fact that it's so easy to share because that's a text so it's easy to share that with so many people and share that word um, because it's amazing what it does. I get so many responses back from people um, talking about how it has encouraged them and helped them. And I needed to hear that. And just so it's an inspirational word. So if you're not connected with that and you may want to try um, that once again, just call Miss Mary and say, hey, Miss Mary, would you add me to that word text that you're sending out? I would love to have that encouragement. 678-910-4856. And we would certainly be glad to add you. 
Okay. Alrighty. Well, that is it, guys, what I have to share this week. And once again, we want to thank Randall Ware for joining us and um, sharing and giving us that great education on Social Security, the Social Security program. Guys, we have got to stand. We have got to go to that website and start. As he said, we need to learn that information, be printing it off and keeping up with what our um, Social Security is doing, what we have invested in our monies that we have in Social Security. We need to know this information. So print that off. Go keep up with it and um, check and, and take advantage of that information on that website. It, 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 it is yours <laughs> and mine. So we need to do a better job. Stand up and um, do what we need to do. Alrighty, that's all a part of living that abundant life is being educated and um, gaining wisdom in every area of our lives and certainly our finances. Our finances is one of them. Okay. Alrighty, so sounding off until next week, I am Miss Mary. With From Victim to Victory, your host, facilitator, and holistic wellness coordinator. It has been my pleasure. I love you. You guys take care of yourselves. Until next time, be blessed. Bye-bye.